we glorify and we lift up your name for you are worthy to be praised you are worthy to be glorified king of glory this show up in our lives this morning father we declare an open heaven over this house and over the lives of your people we thank you that healings take place restoration takes place deliverance takes place in your name so have your way in this place have your way in our lives let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our hearts be pleasing unto you o lord o lord our salvation o lord our strength psalm 89 says this it says I will sing of the Lord's great love forever. My mouth will make your faithfulness known through all generations. I declare that you your love stands firm forever. That you have established your faithfulness in the heavens itself. You have said I have made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn to David my servant. I will establish your line forever. and make your throne firm through all generations the heavens praise your wonders o lord your faithfulness true in the assembly of the holy ones david writes this and he says i will sing of god's great love forever would you do that would that be your attitude as you come before the lord i will sing of his great love forever but then he also goes further and he says not only that but i will make known your faithfulness to all generations that means every generation will know you're a faithful god you're a good god and the things that you've done in one generation you will do in the next and in the next the things that god has done in your life he's going to do for your children and for your children children that the, the seed of the righteous will be mighty on the earth amen father we bless you We bless your people today even as we worship as we praise as we glorify as we lift up your name Lord have your way in this place have your way in our lives we pray today oh God let nothing hold us back from receiving all that you have for us we bless you today in Jesus name and everybody say amen and amen amen welcome let's just worship God together amen i know uh, the It's cold outside, and amen. And all our jackets came out, amen. And all our winter clothing is getting ready, amen. But we thank God that the, the old songwriter said, "When it's cold outside, it's summer in our hearts." Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So may you experience the grace of God. Let's just worship God together. Bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. We celebrating Jesus this morning. Amen. Come on.
exalted in our praise. We come here this morning to give you all the praise. We come here this morning to give you all the glory. You are truly a great and an awesome God. There is no God like Jehovah. He is the great I am.
reason I live is to worship you. So when I find the joy of reaching your heart and my world becomes enthroned in your life and the things of this world become strangely dim in the light of your glory, that's our prayer today. Let your word shine brighter than any attraction in this world. We bless you today. So Father, even as we gather around your word, we believe the entrance of your word brings light and life. So we say, Lord, speak, Lord. For we are servants here. And everybody say, Amen. 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 You may be seated. Bless the Lord. Amen. It's good to see all of you here in the house of the Lord this morning. Thanks for watching. Amen. We bless you. Amen. Thank you for blessing us. Amen. Amen. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. Now, some of you are still feeling cold. Amen. It's like a shock to our system. We've been enjoying the, the, the hot weather. We started complaining about the hot weather. Yeah. Amen. But we thank God right now that it, it is changing. It's a little bit comfortable. Amen. We pray that you will enjoy this as well. Amen. Amen. How many of you know every season doesn't stay the same? So your life, every season in your life doesn't stay the same. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. That means it's not summer all the time. It's not winter all the time. Amen. God shows up. Amen. So may the Lord show up in your life. And bless you. Amen. So if you have your Bibles, turn with me to the book of Isaiah chapter 7. And I wanted to speak today on trusting God over everything. Amen. Over everything else, trusting God. Now my, my, my main theme, and I wanted to just talk about that just for a little bit, um, is standing firm in your faith or you will not stand at all. That means we live in an era, we live in an information era. You know, they, 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 they talk about the fifth revolution and, uh, you know, we move from the industrial revolution to the information era and, and a whole lot of things. But right now, we are in, in an era, we're in a, in a time, we're in a, in, 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 where, God, where we are facing a lot of new information. Amen? Mm -hmm. Now, information is available all, to us all the time. Right? You can get information on your cell phone on anything, any topic, any person. You can Google people. You can stalk people. You, you, you know those things, right? You, you can find out what is happening even when they didn't invite you. Yeah. Amen? You, you, you know that you know, know something happened without you there and you're saying, why did this happen without me being there? Yeah. Uh, because there's some auntie that will post it. Yeah. <laughs> or she put it on a WhatsApp status and then the whole family is upset because why didn't they get invited and you got invited to come to the house and have some fish curry <laughs> because today nice weather for fish curry and curry you know, the, you know this, is a, this is a nice fish curry amen? anyone that's feeling you know, led by the Lord amen uh, that means so, so for some of the families good meals are coming today Amen. Amen. And, and then it's also a nice day where you have to have, have some popcorn and just sit around and just watch a movie and just relax. Amen. But before we get to that, let's get to the word. Amen. But in Isaiah chapter 7, we are, we are introduced to 
Isaiah the prophet and, and King Ahaz. And in this time, and, and I was digressing from this information era, we, we've got access to so much information that we don't have to go far to find out information. You go to your cell phone, you can Google, you can, you know, it's, it's such a powerful tool. You don't, you know, when you look at how far computers have developed from, from being large desktops and, you know, you know, the, you look at the, some of the older computers we grew up in and the way it started up and, you know, we complain that, uh, that there's a little lag on YouTube and a little lag on, on Facebook. Those days you had to dial up. You know, yeah, yeah, it was a dial-up system and you connected by a telephone line to the internet and, 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 and depending how, how, how the weather was, that's how the internet went, right? And today we've got information, you, you want to talk to someone, you can talk to someone at home, you can talk to someone across the world on WhatsApp, you know, on WhatsApp, right? Yeah. You can talk to people, you can face call, you know, uh, you can call people, video call and FaceTime people. If you've got an iPhone, you know, that, that's a good one, a good phone. <laughs> but, you know, so, so we got all of this information that is available to us. But the challenge is that we've got information and yet we still don't have peace. <laughs> we've got information and yet not all the solutions that we need. And so this is the challenge of the day, is that there comes a stage where not any, there's some things we cannot buy. Our mm. money couldn't buy yeah. happiness. Yeah. Yeah. Our money cannot buy peace. Yeah. Your money, money cannot even buy health. Yeah. It can buy good health care. Yeah. But it cannot buy you health. Yeah. And so here we read how Isaiah would come in and he'll make a statement. He says, stand firm in your faith. That means when everything else is gone, yeah. when, 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 you, when you've reached the top of the ladder in your career, when you've reached your, your career goals and your life goals, nothing else matters but faith. Because in the moment when you are greatest test, when you're greatly tested, that it is your faith that will carry you. That means there comes a time that even we, you, you, you know, this is the, the challenge of life, right? This is, we all begin to, to build all towards retirement, isn't it? We, we focus everything on the, getting everything ready for us when we retire. And when we retire, we don't want to retire. Because you're wondering, what am I going to do with myself now? For 30, 40 years, I've been doing this thing. I've been getting up, going to a job, doing, doing this thing. And now, what do I get up to? May get up to some grandchildren. <laughs> but then after a while, you want to send them back home. Yeah. Right? If they stay with you in past, it's different. You can't send them home. Send them to the other room. Anyway? But, but the reality is there is still much living irrespective of the stage you find. And so what we're finding is that right now men are, and women are dealing with different challenges. And one of the things is that how do we handle the crises of life, the, the difficult moments of life? You see, it's, uh, uh, when it's celebrating, we, we, we're okay with that. When everything is going good, we're okay with that. But how do we handle the more difficult times in our lives? And that's the time when our faith comes into play. The 
time when the unemployment hits, the time when, when, when difficult times come, time when, when there's sickness and time when, there's, uh, when things are not going the way that you want it to go. How do we handle that? Now, now so we, we, we come into Isaiah chapter 7 and this is the background of it. We have met with the king. The king of Israel in this time is King Ahaz. He's, he's the son of Jotham and the grandson of Uzziah. Now Uzziah was not a good king. His grandfather was an evil king. And so was his father. And of the lineage, Ahaz is the worst. He is the king over, over Judah. And we, 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 we come on the stage meeting this evil king in a very difficult time in his life. He's, he's in this place where the king of Aram and the king of, uh, 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 of Ephraim have built an alliance together. And the alliance together was we're going to conquer Jerusalem and we're going to divide it for ourselves. We're going to put in a king of our choice. And so this word has come to King Ahaz. And Ahaz is doing what he has done before. Ahaz, remember, he had does, he's a king over Judah. He's, he, he's done a lot of evil in the sight of the Lord. He's brought in idolatrous worship into, into Israel and into the nation. He doesn't serve God, but he's king over Judah. But the reality is now he's faced with the enemies that are rising against him. And the Bible says they, they attacked the first time. But they could not overpower Jerusalem. Now sometimes God protects a nation not because of the leader, but because of the people. Sometimes God protects a family. Not because of the mother or the father, but because of the family and the generations that is going to come and be born to this family. Why? I started off by reading in Psalms chapter 89 today, and, and, the, and Psalm 89 says, and God says, and, the, and the, the line, the lineage of David will be established, the throne of David will be established forever. That's the promise God gave to David. God gave to David the promise that says, and the throne and the scepter will not leave your household. Yeah, yeah. That means your children and your children's children will sit upon the throne forever. But the, the problem is, the lineage of David was not as holy as he was. And they did some ungodly things, but yet God gave a promise. Yeah. And God's promise was, the throne will be established forever. So how does God establish that? God establishes it on a principle. And the principle is that, I said it, yeah. it's going to happen. Yeah. Although Ahaz is not doing what God wants it, him to do, yeah. God is still going to preserve the nation and preserve Judah because of his promise. Yeah. So he's in this place, and verses 2 is where we introduce to, 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 to Ahaz. And the Bible says, and now the house of David was told, Adam has allied, him, uh, allied himself with Ephraim. So the hearts of Ahaz and all the people were shaken as the trees of the forest are shaken by the wind. Every now and again, when crisis hits us, everything in our life 
begins to shake. In the moment of crisis, the, the greatest challenge that we face is that we do not know where to turn. And the Bible says it is like the wind that is shaking the trees. And your, your decision-making power goes from left to right. And one day it is this and another day it is that. And it changes as the wind blows. And so the, 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 the message or the figurative language in the scripture says it's like the, the, the people are shaken like how the trees are shaken in the wind. Have you ever been shaken in your life? Have you ever felt that you're uncertain and things are not going the way that you are you and you're unable to make decisions and choices because things are just going left and right and you're not in control of anything and you'd like to be in control but you're not in control and the more you try to be in control the more you're losing control and, and, and the decision you're making today seems right today but wrong tomorrow and tomorrow you're making another decision and, and, and so we're finding ourselves where the Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways so when you find yourself making decisions about the same thing, yeah. and every day the decision is something different, you know there's instability. Yeah. It, there's no foundation on which this, this, this change or this decision is made. And so he's, he's speaking to this people, and Ahaz is in this, in this predicament, and in the middle of this predicament, how many of you know that crisis is not the best time to make decisions? Yeah. That means when you are in crisis mode, you don't make necessarily the best decisions. I, I've heard of people that in the midst of crisis, they, they, they've lost a job or, or they're going through a financial difficulty and they say, but pastor, you know, I have this house uh, and my house is almost pre-owned. Uh, you know, I, I've got some equity in the house. I'm going to sell my house and I'm going to you know, take care of myself till I get another job or things stabilize. But how many of you know that's not the best decision? Because even if you sell your house, you still have to rent. And sometimes what you're going to rent, you're going to pay the same amount that you're paying on your bond. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you've got a pre-owned house, yeah. you're better off mm -hmm. just having the house, taking care of the amenities, mm -hmm. the lights and the water and you know the, the upkeep and the rates. You, you're fine. But the reality is when we make decisions in the midst of crisis, later on when, thing, when the crisis is averted, and things change, we sit with a grain. So Ahaz is in this place where he's making this decision, but what does Ahaz do? In the middle of crisis, Ahaz goes to the king of Assyria, and he makes an alliance with the king of Assyria. Now Assyria is a Persian nation, and he goes to them, and he makes an alliance to them, and he says, fight with me against my enemies. And what does he do? He takes some of the, the things from the house of God. That means things that they needed to use for worship and, and for the use in the tabernacle that they or the temple for prayer. He would take those in instruments. He would give it as a gift. Look at that. Look at the evil in his heart. He did, had disregard for the house of God. He would take that which was dedicated to the use of God and he would now give it. Now this is something that we need to watch. Are we touching the things of God? and trading it so that we can enjoy some peace for now. So he takes it, gives it to the king of Assyria, and he makes an alliance with him, and that is not God's solution. 
So he's trying to find solutions. Like, like many of us that is in crisis, if we're out of relationship with God, we're going to find, we're going to try and find solutions in ourselves. And he thought this is the best way that he could find a solution. So he comes to a place where he makes the solution and, and, and he thought this was the best solution. And then God sends a prophet to him. And God sends Isaiah the prophet to him to begin to go and speak to him. But when he says, he goes in verse 3 and says, Then the Lord said to Isaiah, Go out, you and your son, Jehob, to, to Ahaz, and at the end of the aqueduct and the upper pool, on, on the road to the launderer's field, and say to him, Be careful. Keep, keep calm. Do not be afraid. So he goes to him and he says to the, to the prophet, don't go alone. Take your son with you. So he's saying, take your son, Jessup, with you. And, and, and this is a, a very, very powerful thing. He's saying to him, he's saying, don't go without a witness. Go, go with someone that says, I'm with you. Right? And he goes in. And he goes to him and he, and he gives him a word. And this is the word he gives him. Be careful. Keep calm. Don't be afraid. Don't lose heart. That means don't be faint-hearted. Now, uh, the, this is what it says in the King James. It says, take heed. Be quiet. Fear not. Neither be faint-hearted. Now, the problem with us is that in the middle of crisis, we lose, we lose our faith. Yeah. We lose our, our ability. We lose our composure. So we, we're dealing with this. The, the, the amplified version says it like this. Listen. Calm down. Don't be afraid. Yeah, so somebody needs to get that word, right? Listen. Calm down. Don't be afraid. Don't panic. And, he, and this is what how... The, the, the message Bible says it. It says, don't panic over these two burnt out ones. Yeah. And he's describing the enemy that is coming against Ahaz. And he's saying, why are you worried about this? King James says, these two tails of smoking firebrands. Yeah. He, he's saying, these ones that are pretending to be bigger than they are. Yeah. He, he, he comes in and he says, this is what, what, the, what, what the message Bible says. He says, they talk big. But there's nothing to it. Mm. I'm here to say to you that that, that problem that's facing you, yeah. that challenge that is coming about you, yeah. that enemy that seems to be fighting yeah. is talking big. Yeah. Yeah. But nothing to it. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. You, 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 you're overcome by something that really does, is not big. Yeah. It may be big to you, but it's not big to your God. Amen. I want you to get to that place where you're saying whatever the challenge that is in front of you that may seem impossible to you is not impossible to God. So, he, so God is coming to him and he says, I'm sending a prophet to speak to you. And the prophet is saying to you, be, be careful. Keep calm. Do not be afraid. He, 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 he's saying, don't panic. Listen, calm down. You know, sometimes you, you, know, sometimes you go to someone and say, calm down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like they're like they're bubbling over there, like they want to come out. No, no, calm down. Yeah. And, 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 and the more you say calm down, the more they get agitated. Yeah. It's almost like you want to say, come out. 
But right now, I'm saying to you, calm down. Yeah. Don't panic. Yeah. God's got this. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I used this illustration the other week, and I'm using it again. Uh, Superman. Mm. Right? Lewis Lane is hanging from a building. Superman comes flying up. Right? He says to her, jump, I got you. She turns around to him and says, I know you got me, but who's got you? Mm. Ah. So sometimes, we come, the prophet is coming with a word and saying, calm down, yeah. relax, settle down, be quiet, be still, God's got this, don't be afraid. And you say, okay, God's got this, what does it mean for me? You coming with that word. So it's like Superman coming, saying, I got you. But who's got you? I want you to know today, God's got you. Amen. That's why you got this. Hallelujah. Whatever that this is, you can have a victory in whatever the challenge is in your life because you know God's got you. You can make a, a God decision in the middle of your crisis because God's got you. So you've got to understand. So he's in this place where he's, he's making bad decisions and the Lord is saying to him, this is what my plan is. He's saying, you're worrying about these people. These are these people, they, they, they talk to me, but they, they're not going to do anything. Now, it doesn't make sense. Because Ahaz knows they tried once. They're going to try again. What is going to keep me? And God is saying to, to, to him, I know what they say. They're going to come and fight against you. I know what they're saying. They're going to come and they're going to put another king. You see, Ahaz wasn't worried about the nation. He was worried about his position. You know what was the biggest challenge for Ahaz? Not that another nation was going to conquer them. His biggest challenge was they're going to put another king in his place. So he was trying to protect his, his, his position. So I want you to understand this. God's got you. Whatever you're facing, whatever the, the difficult thing is, like you need to trust God when even when the circumstances seem dangerous, yeah. it doesn't seem favorable, and your heart is shaking, your whole foundations are shaking, God, trust God. Mm. Why? You have to take God by His word. Yeah. You know what the circumstances is. You see, most of the time, that's what we do. We describe the circumstances. We don't describe what God is saying. God is saying, I got you. I'm with you. You don't, you don't have to worry about this. He, he, he says, let's keep calm. Be careful. Don't be afraid. Don't be faint-hearted. Don't be weak in the sand. Don't just give up. I was saying to, to, to the first service today, uh, I, I was saying, you know, some things that is our gifting. That means if God given you a power to declare words, sometimes it's the same thing. If I speak negativity out of the same mouth, even that negativity will start to affect my life. So you've got to understand, take trust God by his word. But then he comes in in the third statement. He's trying to speak to, to Ahaz and he's saying, don't look for solutions in yourself. For somebody that is trying to find solutions for whatever's going on just in himself, the word for you today is trust God. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
and trust God alone. Amen. That means if He is God, that's what the, the that's what the, that's what the, the Elijah goes when he speaks to the children of Israel. He says, "If God be God, yes. serve Him, yeah. but serve Him only." You've got to get to that place where you make God the center of your life. Everything, everything else doesn't matter. God goes on and he says, don't worry about them. They've got a plan. Your enemies will always have a plan. Yeah. The Bible says that the, the, the hearts of men are, are vain. They imagine vain things. Mm. Amen. The Bible says only the will of the Lord concerning your life will be established. So don't worry about the vain things. So today I'm asking you, cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Bring into captivity every thought of the evil one. Before it begins to take root in your life at the thought level, take into captivity imagination. How many of you know imagination is a powerful thing? It's a positive thing. It's a powerful thing, right? How many of you know that imagination sometimes got you into trouble? Oh, he came late from work today. Where he was he? I, I called you, didn't answer. It takes you 15 minutes to get home. It's 45 minutes now. Where were you? What you doing? I don't believe you. What happens in between that 15 minutes? Your mind has developed every possible outcome there is, and nothing positive in it. You're thinking, this man. Mm. <laughs> and the worst of you watching a soap opera, <laughs> and now you start to play that soap opera here. Yeah. Whether the soap opera is on ZTV, <laughs> or it's on Movango. I don't know whether that's still on. I don't know think Bold and Beautiful is on. I don't know what's the, the newest soap uh, no one wants to say. They say, you're going to catch us up. No, no. But we start to make it the days of our lives. <laughs> and we start to say, hey, yeah, that one, the, the, maybe, hmm? you come and do a check. Check the hand. Check the bread. Hugging you or not because I want to hug you. <laughs> Any other book in the What? Imagination. Yeah. Now, you're, you're, some of your minds went somewhere. Just for a few minutes, it went somewhere. But the reality, that's imagination. Yeah. Yeah. But the Bible says sometimes the imaginations are not good. Yeah. Because he says the hearts of men are wicked above all things. Yeah. And we imagine painting. How many of us know? That whenever we imagine things, or we perceive things out of our own perception, it's not good. Yeah. It's not, we never perceive good. We always perceive bad. Yeah. So the, the, the Bible says that the nature of man, it, it, by, by essence, is evil. So, so it's not wrong. All of us have it. I'm not better than you. We all, we imagine bad things. You, you, you know, you get a phone call from your doctor and your doctor says, please come, I want to see you now. <laughs> finish. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, everything gone. You, know, you think you're there, finish for me, uh, oh, Jesus. Uh, you know, then you start praying. 
you know, start finding and losing everything and, you know. I say, hey, now the blood test, how did the blood test come out? What you did, what's wrong now? Then you hear about somebody else, hey, maybe I got this. You give yourself so many illnesses before you get there. <laughs> the poor man, even when you get there, you're sweating already. Temperatures up. He say, are you sick? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, doctor, how much? Huh? How much time? <laughs> how much time I got? Yeah. Yeah. But the reality is that we imagine. Yeah. 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 And the Bible is saying, this is what's happening. The, the nation of Israel heard enemy is coming to attack and all they did is start to imagine the worst scenario and I'm saying to you God's response is not our response he said to them we come take it and then he comes in verse 7 he says this is what the sovereign Lord the Isaiah is prophesying he said this is what the sovereign Lord says it will not take place it will not happen ah. Yes, is finding solutions to a problem. You finding solutions to your problem. And God is saying, it won't take place. Yeah. It won't happen. Yeah. God's got this. Amen. Who's got you? God's got me. Yeah. And therefore I got this. How, how do I know this? He says, it will not happen. It will not take place. Some of the things people have spoken, even negative words, people can curse you, direct you to your face. But the Bible says, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. No tongue that is raised against me in judgment will stand. I'm here to say to you, God's got you. God is going to begin to watch over you. So you've got to believe this. Whatever the, the, the outcome you imagine, it's not going to take place. It's not going to happen. You've got to believe this. Why? I'm trusting God alone. This is God is trying to get Ahaz to shift his thinking from trying to find solutions in himself. He's wicked. He's evil. He can't find godly solutions. So when you are out of, uh, out of resources, you go back to the Lord because he knows. The Bible says many are the plans of man's heart. But it is the will of God that will be established. What is the will of God for you? That's what we have to search out. That's what we have to trust God to speak and when God speaks, we should be able to believe. So he comes in and he says, you are, you are, you are worried about the, 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 these two kings, the king of Aaron, you're worried about Ephraim fighting you. He says, I'm telling you, in 65 years, Ephraim will not even be a nation anymore. He says, I'm telling you, then he goes on and he gives a prophecy and, 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 and he prophesies, he says, this will be the sign to you. And Ahaz says, no, 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 Lord, I won't put you to a test. I won't, I, 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 I won't ask you anything. God is saying, ask me. God is saying, prove me. Remember, remember Malachi 3, yeah. verse 10, it says, prove me now. If I would not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. God, God, when God is saying to you, it's not you yeah. saying, God, I want you to prove yourself. He's saying, God is saying, I'm here, I'm God. I'm asking you, try me. That's what, he, that's what he's telling to, to Ahaz. He says, test me. Why is God saying to Ahaz, test me? He's saying it to Ahaz because Ahaz is trusting in his own ability. 
For everyone that is living in their own ability and, and their own capacity, I'm saying to you, try God. Mm-hmm. Try God. Test God. If God wouldn't do it for you. God is saying to him, this is it. He, he even goes in verse 13 and then he says, and, he, and Isaiah said, yeah now, your house of David, is it not enough that you try the patience of humans? Will you also try the patience of God also? God is saying to you, I'm talking to you and you're not listening. How many times? Some of you, you, you know, God has to get your attention before you start to listen. And even when he got your attention, he don't have your undivided attention. Because you're still trying to say, okay, God, I trust you, but I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to help you. No, you couldn't help yourself in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> what are you trying now? Now is the time this release to the Lord and say, God, do it. You know all things. You, you do it. He comes in, and this is what he says. He says, if you do not stand firm in your faith, you will not stand at all. That means he's coming to Ahaz and he's saying, Ahaz, you need to get faith. You need to trust God. And he says, if you don't trust God, then you're not going to believe at all. He comes in and he says, this is a sign that I'll give you. A virgin shall have a child and you shall name him Emmanuel. That means God with us. He's speaking to him. And I'm wondering, why is he giving him a prophecy of Jesus coming in a time when Ahaz is looking for a solution against his enemy? He's saying to him, your enemies can't overtake you because there's still another plan to be unfolded in your life. I'm here to say to you, no matter what the thing you're facing right now, there's a greater plan of God for your life. And that greater plan for God of God for your life must be fulfilled first. He even goes on and he says, these people that you're worrying, when, when Emmanuel, when, 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 when Jesus is born, God, Emmanuel means God with us. He says, when Jesus is, is born, he says, by the time he's born, his enemies, they wouldn't even exist. What am I saying to you? The things that you're worried about today, the things that you feel, not possible. I'm saying to you, God's got a greater plan. Yeah. More than your plan. Yeah. You've got a plan. But does your plan line up to the plan of God? Are you standing firm in your faith? Because if you don't stand firm in your faith, if you don't know, know what you believe, why you believe? You'll fall for every other solution. And there will only be temporary solutions for you. So trust God above everything. Above all that you know. You know, you, 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 you know, our, our, our careers, our accolades, our achievements can only take us so far. We all know this. When you are faced, you know, when you are faced with, 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 with a sickness or a major decision in your life, nothing else matters besides you needing the peace and the will of God and the grace of God. You need to know, you need something to fill you more than all the knowledge you have. All the knowledge you have, all the information you have is not good enough in that moment. Amen. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord give you that ability. Come, come let's just bow our heads together. All that the Lord has said concerning your life will be accomplished.
Message Bible says it like this. It says, if you do not stand in your faith, you will not have a leg to stand on. But your faith is your, your foundation. Your faith in God. So I challenge you this morning, have the faith of God. Have the faith that comes from God. Have the God kind of faith. The faith that is not dependent on what you can see or what you know. A faith that is dependent on an almighty God, eternal God. One that has never failed us. We sing the song, He has never failed us yet. God is faithful. Today, I want you, irrespective of where you are in your walk with God, irrespective of, you may be saying, God, I'm I'm just renewing everything right now. But today, I pray that the things that is, the imaginations that is in your mind and in your heart, the things that are negative, the things that have been bringing you pain, that the God of peace, the God of grace, the God of love, renews your mind. Bible says, let this mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. And the God of peace will guard your heart and your mind. I pray today, God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. I pray I speak a sound mind, making sound decisions, wise choices. You are not a victim of your of your emotions, you are not a victim of your impulses. You are a child of God. Decisions and choices you make are sound choices. So Father, I pray today, give your people grace, give them wisdom, give them favor, give them a spirit of an overcomer. It may have been bad in the past, but it's changing today. Mm. Father, I pray more than anything, you be their God. You watch over them. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. amen.